Hello guys, just before this episode starts, I just want to quickly mention I don't feel like I plugged Charlotte, aka Starship Troopers, Twitch enough to definitely go over to Twitch and give her a follow. Um, we kind of just spoke about everything in quick succession because this one was quite sort of time restricted. I had stuff to do, Charlotte had a bit of a day off and she just wanted to uh, chill out. So yeah, we, we did what we could with the time that we had, so apologies if I um, missed anything. Also check out Charlotte, a.k.a. Starship Troopers um, merch. It's all up on her Twitch profile. You can donate to her and all that sort of stuff. It's all there. Just go to socials and stuff. She's obviously on Instagram and Twitter, and she's quite active on those things as well. So speaking of merch, um, I'm looking at doing some merch at some point next year. It's probably going to be sort of June, July, I reckon. Um, And potentially, this is always something that I'm very cautious of saying ahead of time, but I might look at doing Christmas jumpers next year. Um, but it's all very, very early days, so I just wanted to get it out there and say that, you know, the gas is still cooking on that, but it's going to cost quite a lot of money, so we'll get there, you know, I'm not going to do it and skint myself, and um, I've got a few financial things that I need to save up for that's a priority at the moment over merch, but I will hopefully get it done at some point, and obviously I will be flooding the socials and the podcast once I've done it, because I don't really want it sat in my bedroom, so yeah, anyway... Um, I'm near 100 YouTube subscribers, so I think as of time of recording this right now, I'm on 92. So if we could have a little bit of a push and get me over to 100 by the end of December, which I think is 100% achievable, then that would be massively appreciated. Um, So yeah, awesome. And last thing before we start the episode, I'm taking a week off um, just because I'm struggling to find a guest for Monday. And to be honest, I could probably do with a bit of a break because I've been absolutely smashing the podcast to the point where my social life has taken a bit of a hit so i'm taking a week off check out charlotte aka starship troopers twitch check out her merch check out my merch announcements when they come out and yeah i'll speak to you soon keep it bedlam keep it real bye bye good evening and welcome to absolute bedlam podcast hope everyone's good Hope everyone's in a better position than me right now. I'm currently staring down at quite a dark road um, because I've gone into a mobile recording mode, as always, when I can't get to John's house and record from the desktop. I try to uh, make these things as scuffed as physically possible and record on my phone. Um, So, yeah, I hope everyone's doing a bit better than me at the moment. Um, Charlotte, a.k.a. Starship Trooper, has got some squash with her, and uh, (laughs) she's ready to answer all the questions I'm about to throw at her. So first things first, how are you, Charlotte? You're right. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Nearly the end of the week, so can't complain. Nice, nice. And have you had a day off of streaming today? It is, yes. Thursday is my normally my no PC day. I try to limit myself, mm. um, but as of lately, Thursdays have become my Overwatch two days. Um, uh, okay. So I'm not doing too good at staying off the PC, it seems. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you hopping on for an hour and having a chat with us. You're welcome. Yeah, good. Right. So first things first, same question I asked pretty much every guest I've ever had. How was school for Starship Troop? Oh, no. Uh, school for me was a very uh, difficult time, I'd say. I was uh, definitely not your idle pupil. Um, I was, you know, if there was a problem at school, my name was the first one to be pulled up. Um. <laughs> You know, years I got, I was actually kicked out of year six 
Oh my god. So yeah. <laughs> Think how young you are. Like you're I don't even know how old you're like 10. Yeah. Um, I was kicked out of year six for saying a bad word in the playground. Um oh, no. and then yeah, secondary school, I was just your typical trying to fit in with everyone. So it was rebelling. Mm. Um, and then I I was I'm not I'm not like a a smart smart girl so I struggled in subjects and rather than asking for help I kind of just lashed out um, mm. and it, it wasn't until my last year that I thought bloody hell I really need to settle down and uh, get my life on track so my last year I'd kind of you know I sat down I I studied hard and I got you know the grades I needed to to survive but I was yeah. an absolute pickle my parents detest me for my school years <laughs> Oh God. So that very kindly, uh, very nicely brings us on to the next question I ask everyone, which is, can you remember the naughtiest thing that you did at school? Obviously don't incriminate yourself, but statute of limitations and all that. Um, oh, well, there is a very, uh, a very clear memory that springs to mind. Yeah. Um, I had a friend and we were equally as bad as each other, you know, typical girls mm -hmm. egging each other on mm -hmm. and she'd brought some alcohol into school. Yeah. Um, we were like in year 10 and we went into the girls' toilets and we drank about three WKD blues each, nice. um, sipped some vodka and then hid it behind the toilet. Well, obviously, a teacher went in straight after us and saw all the empty bottles. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we were called up on it. Um, but, Damn. you know, yeah, it's just one of those things. <laughs> Drinking at school. I don't know. <laughs> ever heard of that i've oh, seen people have alcohol in their bags ready for after school oh, no. yeah it was you know that 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 just tells you how tough my uh my classes <laughs> were <laughs> yeah. it's of a special breed to get through it oh yes Love it. right so potentially loaded question this is going to be a tricky one for you because I know how much you love this genre. Mm -hmm. Favorite free horror films. Oh god oh okay I think I can very clearly, um, I think this has been quite obvious for those that have come to my streams over Halloween, uh, bring up Child's Play. Uh, so the original Chucky movie from like 98, uh, 88, yeah. sorry, that is yeah. an absolute classic in my mind. I'm a massive fan of the 70s, 80s horrors. I mm. They don't make them like they used to. True. Um, so I can definitely put that one right up there as as probably number one. Um, I am a huge fan of, um, HP Lovecraft's, uh, the reanimator movie, um, oh, yeah. which again was like in the eighties, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and then oh, I don't know whether Texas, the original again, Texas, the seventies, yeah. Texas chainsaw massacre, absolute, mwah, a great yeah. movie, great story. They just, mm. they carried on too much. They, you know, there's yeah. a few in that series that I just think, oh, stop, like the more recent one. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'd probably say those three. I mean, I would have slid Lost Boys in there, but I don't see that as much as a horror. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Um, that, you know, that's probably my all-time all-time favorite movie. But I, I, I don't see that as I. <sighs> vampires to me aren't aren't horror-y. It's more, um, mm. you know, fantastical in a sense. Yeah, that no, makes sense. But yeah, I think I'd um, stick with those three. <laughs> So, little bit of input on horror films. Mm. I went to my editor John's house on Halloween, which is a Monday, I think. Um, and he was watching something called Terrifier 2. 
Oh, yes, yes. Have you seen that? I've not seen that one yet. I've seen the first one, um, yeah. which was very... Films like that these days, they try to be more uncomfortable mm. than scary. Um, yeah, completely. And that's definitely one of those films. But I haven't seen yeah. the second one yet. That is on my list uh, to get yeah. around to. So I was literally thrown straight into this film, basically. Oh, no. in and I hadn't seen the first one. And honestly, it's one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever watched yes. in my life. <laughs> and it actually got to the point where it was quite unnecessary. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. i don't know what value that film provided me with after i'd watched it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i got to the point where the door was like going downstairs trick-or-treaters and i actually wanted to go downstairs rather than watch that film oh, because God. it is just people <laughs> getting pulled apart for yep. about two hours straight yeah. and it's like a kind of if you've seen the film crank it's like that mm -hmm. it just doesn't stop it's constant like adrenaline all the way through yeah um, that's definitely that's what more of the modern the the modern yeah. horrors focus on they want to make you feel uncomfortable they go in a sense it is over the top um you know if yeah. you watch you know movies from the 80s where they use like you know corn syrup with a bit of a food coloring to create blood yeah, um, yeah. you know it, it's a classic you know it's mm. it scares you unnecessarily whereas yeah. modern day horrors it's you, it, it's not necessarily scary. It's it just mm. makes you feel not even on edge. I'd say it just makes you feel yeah. like okay, this is that was unnecessary. You didn't need to do that. Yeah, um, it's like everything that you don't want to see in one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it's um, uh, the horror genre yeah. has kind of lost its lost its pizzazz uh, as the years go yeah. on. Really, sadly. One of my favourite horror films, I don't even know if this is technically even a horror film anymore, it's probably more of a thriller, is The Others. Okay, yes. It had a really good twist. Yes. And it was kind of like a sixth sense where you just want to re-watch it yeah. and be like, oh, right, okay, I get it, I get it. Yeah. But no, yeah, I'm not that, too much into gore. No, see, I'm actually, my big, <laughs> my biggest thing is, and my community know this about me, is there's only two things I'm terrified of, and it's mm. being chased in video games. And mm -hmm. aliens. I don't like yeah. the typical little green man alien. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, the film Alien is fine, but anything that portrays like a sixth sense, spooky mm. UFO kind of thing, I can't do it. I would rather watch someone get hacked up with a chainsaw. Yeah. Do you mean signs? Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. What a fucking weird film that was. I know. <laughs> why, why did they come here? When the earth is like 67% fucking water. Like, if they accidentally flew into the ocean, they'd all die instantly. Like, yes. it's like one of those, you know, um, when I was like growing up, I watched something called Holidays from Hell. Yes. It was oh, yeah. Really it was like a sort of TV version of TripAdvisor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just imagine the aliens going on that and being like, oh, we lost an entire family because they took the wrong turn going to planet Earth. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we could go on all night about this. <laughs> okay, welcome to Absolute Bedlam. Um, right, so Twitch is how I found you. I don't really know how I found it. It's probably for a raid. That seems to be how I find most people on my Twitch. Yeah. Um, gonna probably say Affen or Conmac or Trashella. Yeah, it was Affen, I think. Yeah, he's a legend, isn't he? Bless him. He is. I do love a bit of Affen TV. He was at uh, Centre Parks this week, and I said, have you got a Starship? And he was like, 
mate, this is so left field. I don't even know what you're on about. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I've just asked him how many questions. Oh, bless him. No, uh, he's, he's got his lovely little family to look after. Yeah, yeah. Work-life balance and all that. It's all good. Exactly. So your name on Twitch, Starship Trooper, obviously for me, it's a film about yep. bugs getting the absolute shit shot out of them for about two hours straight. Yeah. What made you turn your Twitch username into Starship Trooper? See, it's a funny old story. Uh, quite a couple, well, it must have been about five years ago now, I joined a Facebook um, group for nerds and geeks and yeah. they introduced me to this thing called Discord. And I was like, okay, seems cool and it was like oh what's your username gonna be and i i'm a big fan of starship troopers mm. only the first one the other two can blow mm. for all i care the first one's a classic and i was watching it whilst i was um creating my discord and i was like you know what i'm gonna go for starship trooper i can shorten yes. it just to, to style uh, so yeah, that yeah. was my, my my basically my online identity for a mm. long long time um and i you know i only started streaming last year and because um, I'd gone by this alias, this identity for so long. Mm -hmm. It it was yeah. to me, it just seemed so natural to continue being Star. Yeah. Um. And I, yeah, that was it for me. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm staying as Starship Trooper. Unfortunately, Starship Trooper with one R was taken. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Starship Trooper. Um, yeah. But yeah, it it just stuck with me. And you know, there's mm. people call me Starship. People call me Trooper. Mm. Uh, Star. Yeah. I go by it all now. But yeah, classic yeah, yeah. movie. Something I see on Twitch a lot is people have underscores after their username, mm -hmm. and that seems to make them a unique username rather than just the straight up words. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's quite cool. I didn't realize that. Um, it's very much say what you see then, as you absolutely, yeah, it absolutely is. It was I was yeah. there in the moment. I was creating this Discord account, um, mm. and the movie was on. It's it's one of yeah. my comfort movies actually. So. You know, if mm. I need to get something done, I tend to put a movie on in the background and it tends to be Starship Troopers. Okay. Um, and it was just there. It was just in the moment. And that was, yeah, that's how my online alias has been for, oh, I don't know, five, six years now, seven, maybe a push. If they made another Starship Troopers, would you like to be an extra in it? Absolutely. A hundred percent. I would be yeah. offended if they didn't ask. Absolutely. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I know uh, Ross Mullen, who was the White Walker of Game of Thrones, and he was actually a um, actor in Sharknado. So um, I'll see if he knows anyone on the uh, Starship Troopers team for you, if you want. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, put in <laughs> a good guarantee word. you'll see that that's going to happen. But well, if you don't ask, you they get in this game. So. You know what? I'll even play a bug if they want me to. I have no oh, qualms yeah. with being a, a dead body, a bug, you name it. Fantastic. So possibly one of the hardest questions on the interview, then we might have to look at getting a break, but I think we're okay for a sec. Mm -hmm. Favorite free games to stream or do you prefer just streaming and chatting? Cause you're a bit of a sort of hybrid. I've found. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, it's tough. It is really, really tough. Um, I, I'm a, I class myself as a variety streamer because yeah. every week's different. Uh, the only constant in my streams is my Friday night horror streams. Yeah. Um, you know, I absolutely, I wouldn't say I have favorite games to stream. I have a favorite genre to stream a hundred percent. You know, I feel more 
comfortable, more me, more active on my horror streams because it's something I really, really enjoy. Yeah. Um, chatting wise, most of my when I'm chatting for long periods of time, um, that's normally a complete fluke that's happened on the day. You know, I had a whole stream that we started talking about. I think I can't remember what it was now. A picture of me when I was 15. And then mm. it led to the community sending photos in. And the next thing you knew, I'd done four hours of just chatting. Oh, my God. It was, you know, that it. if it's a just, it just chatting stream, it's yeah, the, yeah. Com the community have helped yeah. form that. You know, I always say, hey, guys, at the end of the day, it's it's kind of your streams. I just work here. You know, yeah. I just I just turn up, you know, the days I don't have anything to play. I'll ask them what they want me to play. And I, I'm, mm. I, I like to give everything a go. Yeah, um, yeah, but fantastic. I'm definitely uh, I like my horror and that is definitely a constant in my theme and uh, something I would, you know, maybe push more of. Yeah, I've seen that you um, when you just want to chat, you do something quite sort of mindless. Like, yes. I think I've seen you do like marbles, you do power wash simulator, you yep. do things that you can kind of keep an eye on the chat. Because Absolutely. actually a question that I've got from one of them people on Twitter, which I'll ask you a little bit later on, mm -hmm. is just the rate that the chat can go on someone's mm -hmm. stream. Yeah. Um, and it's quite hard to keep up. And I've seen quite a lot of people saying, look, guys, I'm really sorry, but if you've said something and I've ignored you, then please copy and paste. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. I'm just going to be spending the entire stream scrolling otherwise. <laughs> yeah, been so, there. And obviously yeah, that's not entertaining. Yeah. And but there yeah. are there are days like that. You know, last night was one of them. Mm. We planned to play yeah, yeah. a new horror game. And it, I <sighs> I started it and I just said, I'm I'm so sorry, guys. I'm just not I can't. And I, I'm very honest. Yeah. I I pride myself on being a very open and honest person. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just said to them, Do you do you guys mind if we just play Power Wash Sim uh, and just yeah. chat and rant about life? And it was probably one of my most relaxed streams I've ever done in the last yeah, you know, yeah. 15 months or so. So I have a bit of a confession. I screen recorded some of your stream last night when I was in it, just making sure that you were still up for tonight. Yep. And it went fucking crazy at the start of your stream. <laughs> and you, oh, yeah. actually, you actually put like a an end of stream banner up. <laughs> and oh, I yeah. perfectly caught it because I asked you to play What the Fuck is Going On by Bo Burnham. Yes. And it was on in the background and it just felt like this perfect moment where I could like capture 30 seconds of your stream. Oh, so I yep. will absolutely be uh, using that to promote this episode because <laughs> it was just wholesome chaos and I was just yep. absolutely there in the moment with you. So it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that sums me up. <laughs> so last question I'm going to ask you before we go to a break. Mm -hmm. This is going to sound a little bit like an intervention. I promise you that this is actually a podcast. I promise you <laughs> that I haven't just baited you into this. Oh, no. But your Coca-Cola addiction <laughs> is fucking bananas. It is, And this yeah. is someone that has reviewed the Marshmallow Coke and the Dreamworld Coke over on the Absolute Bedroom YouTube channel. <laughs> and I, I saw so many tweets from you like, Coca-Cola, please help me, Coca-Cola. Please send me some intergalactic, I think yeah. it was, or something yes. like that. Yeah. And uh, what's that all about? Have, have you <laughs> have you gotten over it, or is it so, still rampant? Or I go through uh, stages of food fixations and things yeah. like that. And if I find something that I I enjoy, I want more of it. I chase that serotonin. Mm. Uh, and I actually drink um, a lot of Coke Zero, so I drink about four or five cans of Coke Zero a day. Yeah. Um, and when I was I was out in America. 
um, May this year. And my friend Ash that lives in America was like, oh, whilst you're there, try Starlight Coke. Like it's got your name written all over it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. So I, we went into a garage and I picked it up and I tasted it. And it was like the, you know, the full fat Starlight Coke. Mm. And it was the nicest thing mm. I've ever tasted. And in that moment, I was like, shit i'm in trouble this is a problem and yeah. my my mom's friends came to stay with us who who live out in in the states they live in chicago and they came to stay with us in florida and i couldn't we couldn't find starlight coke in walmart or anywhere mm. so he he ended up ordering me um a crate of it to be delivered to our villa from a walmart like two two towns over yeah. and i i i just i drank it every day and when i came home i yeah. was like no i need it I've, mm. I've I I don't mind if it's the diet version or the zero version but I I love this this is my happy drink um, and I, yeah. I I tend to have multiple drinks on the go I have a fizzy drink for I call it my serotonin boost and then I yeah. have like a squash for for hydration and yeah. I I accidentally in quotation marks um was just ordering crates of it online and I spent just under 300 pounds um <laughs> in about a month and a half on getting um it was a, a German version, I think. It was the same drink, yeah. but it was called Intergalactic here. Um, I spent just yeah, under yeah. £300 on getting crates mm. of Intergalactic Coke shipped to my house. There we um, go. Not my proudest moment. It's completely mm. out of stock now. They don't have it in England mm. at all anymore it's, or anywhere. It was limited edition. Uh, so yeah. sadly, I had to get over that addiction. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> so just on that, let's plug your Kofi if people want to... <laughs> Donate towards the help me <laughs> absolutely so i had a bit of a weird affinity with marshmallow coke I, that's the one i can't get hold of so it's now come out of circulation in the uk because oh. it was only available in tesco whereas mm. dream world seems to only be available in asda yes not found so, dream world at all yeah i really didn't like it i put on my youtube channel i actually gave it a thumbs down because i just oh. didn't understand yeah it. no it to me it was quite uh it reminded me of like medicine you'd have as a kid yeah like yeah, it, yeah, it had like a fake, a fake fruity taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it felt like someone had dumped a load of Smarties in it by accident. <laughs> and then they <laughs> went, fuck it, that'll do. Let's yeah. just release it. Um, but Marshmallow Coke, I really, really liked it. And quite a lot of people around me were seeing I was drinking it and they got into it as well. And they were quite surprised that it wasn't marshmallow flavour. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, watermelon and strawberry flavour. But oh, okay. it got to a level where I was actually debating keeping a can and like just having it in my world and yeah. not opening it yeah. but i thought what if the sun hits this is this like one day i'm going to come home and there's going to be an explosion in my bedroom no, or something imagine and keeping an empty can is literally mental well because it just starts forming like mold and stuff over time well, <laughs> and i was like i don't know what to do about this i have so. a confession to make there ben okay go on i, I... I kept an empty can of Starlight Coke. I rinsed it out, yeah, yeah. cleaned it, and I've um, only just thrown it away. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, well, if it was on holiday, then it was a memento rather than just a trip. Oh, to no, this, this was one of the ones that I'd had sent to my house. Yeah, um, yeah. Right, okay. and I, I couldn't bring myself. I only just threw it away after about six months of not having it, and yeah. I kept it on my shelf, and then I was like, starship charlotte darling we need to have words this is not normal <laughs> did you do the share a coke with thing that happened a couple of years ago i did not know no did you know about that no 
so there was a thing where you could edit your name into the coke can <gasps> oh no and then covid happened and they literally completely abandoned that campaign because covid is obviously you know you can't have an ad campaign share a coke with yeah okay, if you're yeah. meant to be socially distancing yeah um so i think they kind of knee-jerk reaction decided to make a load of creations yeah but yeah that makes sense sure I'm sure at some point we can get you some sort of Coca-Cola sponsorship. And, would, it's my dream. You know, it's my dream. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, final question whilst we've got two and a half minutes. Mm -hmm. It's just more of an observation. You've mentioned that you have a bit of a crush on Markiplier. <laughs> so I, I absolutely love Markiplier. He's one of my absolute favourite YouTubers of all time. So if Markiplier listens to this, is there anything that you want to say to him? Oh, no, I'm blushing. <laughs> Right, Rand. Um, oh God, I hope my boyfriend doesn't listen to this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just wanted to say thank you, Markiplier, for just being you. Um, okay. You, you know, he's inspired me for a lot of my horror stuff. I watch his three mm. scary games. Um, you know, that's the part of him that I always watch. Yeah. Um, and thank you for Unus Arnus. You know, that yeah, year what, would have been what, really shit what? without it. <laughs> yeah, man, that was ridiculous. It was amazing. Oh God, it's so good. It's one of those proper, like, if you weren't there, you weren't there. People aren't going to know what we're talking about moments. Yep, absolutely. But, yeah, the bit where they did a paranormal investigation in the zoo was quite strange. Yes. No, I liked that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. Very, very good show. You know, that will never happen again. It, he's yeah. one of a kind. He really is. He Master really is. of his art. Yeah, and Markiplier just doesn't stop grinding either. He just no, he is yeah. constantly releasing videos. He's he's an but absolute inspiration to, yeah. you know, to me. I feel a bit sorry for him sometimes because he, he seems to like take like two weeks off and then he just does podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. And he feels like he's obliged to sort of jump on these calls whilst he's still relevant, which I don't think is a problem for him personally because he's got like 30 million subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> he's a and hero. He's just, a, um, he's just started an OnlyFans, I think. I, I'm very aware of the OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. I'm following well, that. That's, that's a good time to have a break, I think. <laughs> oh, yes. So uh, we've got some fan questions after the break. So Perfect. if you're listening to this, guys, and you like what you hear, please uh, check us out on Spotify, give us five stars, and get me to 100 subscribers on YouTube because I'm currently 12 away. Do it, do it, do it. Age very well. <laughs> so, yeah. Right, so we're going to go to a quick break. Charlotte, I'm going to send you another link, and we'll get started on part two if you want. Perfect, yep, sounds good. Cool, thank you. Thank you. Absolute bedlam. Hair UK. Wild Hair are based in Hampshire and they make amazing beard oil and beard balm care products for all of your masculine needs. So we've got Rose, which is patchouli, bergamot and sweet orange flavour. So we've got quite a lot going on here. Really nice, smells really good and you can tell that this is made by a chef. So Chef Ollie Moore has been in the business of catering for 18 years and he's taken his love of the kitchen and he's put it into these products. We've also got Joanna, which is amber, leather, orange and raspberry profile. Smells incredible. Everyone I've sent, you know, samples to and everyone that's experienced this in person has gone bloody hell, that's really nice. It's not just generic stuff from the shops. CPSR certified 
and it's also known as confidence in a box. So I use this myself, it smells really good, couldn't be happier with the results. So I've hooked you up, go to wildhairuk.co.uk and use code BEDLAMUK at checkout for 15% off the products. Absolute Bedlam. Just a quick reminder that you're listening to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. If you could rate this five stars on any audio platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all sorts of other platforms like that, then that would be massively appreciated. Right, back to the episode. Cheers. Back. Thank you. How are you feeling? You're right? Yeah, I'm grand. How are yep. you? Comfortable. All good. Yep. All good. Your first podcast, right? This is my first ever podcast. Yes. There we go. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that I can put you to ease. So fantastic. <laughs> so on that, we've got some fan questions because you're a big deal. So uh, <laughs> let's uh, massage that ego for a second. Oh, thank you, thank you. So someone's actually sent me two and one. So okay. someone called Lex Lex Ando. Mm-hmm. Don't know that name. So she's put, or he's put. I don't know. Who knows? Um. Hi Charlotte, streaming for over a year as I would consider you to be a success. If you could go back in time and tell your younger self anything, what would you say? First of all, I, I, I wouldn't call myself a success. Yeah. <laughs> I would just say I'm, I'm you know, surviving. Um, yeah. Uh, to go back, I don't know. I'm a big believer in mm. um, the, you know, where I am now you know my past led me to where I am now yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah. I've you know I've had some terrible things happen in life um you know I've been through things I've worked through those things you know if if I could go back and tell younger me anything uh, I mm. honestly would tell her to have more faith in herself and have yeah. more confidence in herself um but I, I wouldn't tell her to change anything um yeah other than that I just think you know little Charlotte just need just needs to to remain true to herself and, and confident that's you know that's the success here yeah love that um i'm a bit of a lurker this is lexando again mm-hmm. but would you ever bring back community among us i had such <laughs> a great time and i really enjoyed watching you all together oh so sweet um possibly in the future um i i definitely have plans in the new year for more community nights on stream yeah. Um, the only issue with Among Us I found was I'm not a good liar. Um, <laughs> and that is kind of a big part of Among Us. Mm. Um, so I found myself uh, not playing a lot of Among Us. <laughs> I was kicked out yeah. straight away. Or because, you know, even if I was telling the truth, I apparently I still sounded sus. Um, <laughs> but now that we yeah. have uh, VR Among Us, I'm definitely keen to try and set um, something up with that. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, I never say no. So who knows? You know, my Discord's open for suggestions. I'm keen on always saying to the community, if there's something you want to do, just tell me. You know, like I say, it's your streams, I just work here. I had absolutely no idea that VR Among Us was a thing. Yeah, it's just come out. <laughs> it looks terrifying. Christ. Yeah, yeah, it sounds harrowing. Yeah. For someone that yeah. doesn't like to be chased in games, I feel like yeah, this yeah. may end me. What um, VR headset do you have? I have an old model Vive, so I have uh, the second or first model Vive. It's my my brother's a big VR um, nerd. He got rid of his bed so that he could have more VR set up. In Jesus his room. Christ! Yeah. He sleeps on a pull-out bed on his floor. <laughs> um, oh, 
Um, oh and he God. he's got all like the top fancy stuff and he handed me down his vibe. Um, the only reason I don't do much VR stuff is I just I'm, I'm limited for room uh, mm. in the room that I stream in at the moment. Um, so I can stream VR games that don't involve a lot of punching, moving. Um, yeah. But I have punched the wall a couple of times playing Beat Saber. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that's the only th- that's the only thing that holds me back. So I'll have to send you a link after this of Jacksepticeye playing VR. Oh, um, he plays this game where basically you're on top of this massive building. Okay. Oh, is it a like, lift? Yeah. So you come out and there's a plank. Yep. And it's got a cake at the end of it. I've seen this. And he his he is fucking freaking out big time because he's like look i know guys this looks mental like i'm in my front room and i'm aware that i'm in my front room but as soon as i put this headset on it honestly feels like i can like feel the wind in the Mm -hmm. air and i can see the birds and i can hear the seagulls and stuff and i can relate to that so much because i am absolutely terrified of heights oh really yeah and he's like proper like i actually don't know if i can continue playing this game because it's so scary and uh, i think at some point he does it but he's like i'm just in this for the cake (laughs) (laughs) it's true you know vr headsets they they fuck with your senses Mm. you Mm. know i my brother said to me when i first got it he said charlotte stick to beat saber uh and you'll be fine don't go into anything yeah. too intense at first so little old yeah, me yeah. was like i'm gonna get the spider-man game <laughs> i was i had to take the headset off and lay down on the floor because yeah. i was so dizzy and nauseous i was you know in my head i was swinging off mm. the side of buildings like i was spider-man and it was great for about 40 seconds yeah, uh, yeah. and then i was like i'm gonna throw up uh, so I, it it really does. It's like when they put you in those isolation tanks that people do for therapy. Mm. Um, you know the it takes away so much of your normal ability, and you all you yeah. can see this this virtual world that close. It it really is amazing and terrifying. Yeah. So like a sensory deprivation tank. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Bloody hell. There we go. Yeah, I can't imagine what VR is going to look like in 10 years from now. Like the horror games and stuff is going to be so, like, I'm pretty bad at horror games as it is. (laughs) Games like Amnesia and uh, Outlast and all that sort of stuff. I can't play those games. I just freak out too much. So, yeah. um, VR's come such a long way that people actually get paid to work in VR. Um, Yeah. If you go into the VR world, there's a whole meta universe. It's already yeah, there. Yeah, you know, yeah, people yeah, yeah. get paid to dance at virtual birthday parties. So it's it's on its way to to being to being something. Yeah, it's it's the future is here, guys. It is. There we go. I spoke to um MC Lars a couple of episodes ago for the two year oh, anniversary. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, and um, we go back, Charlotte. We go back. Oh, you know, a bit of MC Lars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. He was, I, I think I asked him what his opinion was on basically you can talk to your dead relatives. Oh. So you have to fill out this questionnaire or you can allow this app to scan your phone's text messages <gasps> and it will try and build a profile for that person, but it won't talk to you. Yeah. It will just like text you oh, or no. it will just look like you, like, yeah. like your parent or relative yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Oh my and God. that to me just sounds like black mirror has become real <laughs> absolutely that is terrifying yeah. i mean i know yeah. of cases um i've I've seen it recently uh, a concert 
that I, I watched online of, in South Korea mm-hmm. and there was a K-pop group and sadly one of the members had passed away um, and yeah. they put on a concert and invited his family and they'd done this hologram of him mm-hmm. but it was so real it was like mm-hmm. he was standing there and that to me is terrifying because where yeah, do you they... draw the line between yeah. what is yeah. real and what isn't real anymore? They did a similar thing in New Divide with Lincoln Park when they mm-hmm. played the memorial show, oh, gosh, which is probably yeah. the most I've ever cried in my entire <laughs> oh, life because no. it was like three and yeah. a half hours long. Oh god! Um, and it just got worse and worse and worse. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, loads of fans were like, "Can't you just play with Chester as a hologram?" And Mike Shinoda was like, "Fuck that!" Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Why the fuck would we want to do that? No, but I, I think I, they're absolutely. still trying to figure out how they're going to do it if they're going to continue doing it going forward. Well, but I, yeah. I mean, I'd be traumatized, you know. Mm. I, I, fair enough, you know. The, the this guy's family, you know, they were, you know, yeah. absolutely elated because they never got to say goodbye to him. But for me, yeah, yeah. I would pack up and leave. I'd feel like the Terminator mm. was coming for me. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not ready for that life. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Second fan question I've got is one of my friends, Bakeface. Mm-hmm. I tend to go to Big Face for quite a lot of advice. Mm -hmm. She's very scatty, though, and sometimes I tell her to DM me and she just forgets and ends up petting her cat for 36 hours. (laughs) So shout out, Baker. Yeah, yeah, there's priorities in this life, isn't there? You know. Um, And she's currently doing a Deathathon stream where her hard drive could corrupt at any moment. So that's quite fun to watch. So she's just got enough money to uh, get a new hard drive through her community, which is fucking uh-huh. fantastic. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to ask this one, if that's all right. Mm-hmm. So what's the hardest part for you about building an online streaming community? Mm-hmm. Is it constant chat that sometimes leads to exhaustion? Or is it having stuff like your viewer count on? Or is it like trying to make emotes and there's a lot that goes into streaming people oh, seem yeah. to think that you just press record <laughs> if only um so what's the hardest part for uh, you i mean to to split this question into two parts really yeah. um to 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 base it as uh, my stream only community so those people that only come to my streams um i don't have my view count on um i stopped Mm -hmm. that very early on because Mm -hmm. i wanted to remain authentic in a sense that how i was on stream would have been the same Mm -hmm. if there was four people watching me uh, compared to there was 400 people watching me i didn't i just wanted to be myself i didn't want to be like okay there's no one in chat now i'm not going to talk um Mm -hmm. because then i found that well what if someone had dipped in and it hadn't updated so I, i got rid of the view count straight away um I'm quite a social bean when I'm when I'm streaming. I like to chat to people. Um, I, I rely mm. on my community to help me with my games. Um, yeah. So the chat for me is, you know, not not essential because I, I, I'm a big lurker and I appreciate my lurkers. But having chatters there has definitely, um, mm. you know, it's helped my content in a sense that I, I don't read messages properly. I'm like a half reader. Um, or mm. I forget what I've said. So a chatter will say something to me. And then I'm like, I don't know what that's in relation to. I've mm. abs- I mean, I mean, you saw yesterday the, the chaos yeah. that ensued. <laughs> um, I but I, I definitely think uh, viewership streamers, as streamers, we do get caught up in that. Um, you mm. know, we have quiet periods. We have busy periods. No one's held at knife point to attend my stream. You have a yeah. life, out, and that's something I say all the time. Your life outside of your internet usage is more important. Mm. 
I'm I'm you know I I if I haven't seen someone for a few weeks I mm. worry about them I tend to re reach out to people on DMs if they're in the Discord um yeah but I would never then be like well you're not supporting me um mm. blah, blah blah you know it's it's I think as a streamer you have to just accept that your viewership will go up and down um your chatters yeah. will go up and down um but in terms of a wider online community i um have a discord obviously and i'm quite close to a, a lot of people online i've met some of the best people in my life through twitch yeah. um i've met flavor uh big body meta uh, my, my current boyfriend um mm. you know my mod ash these people i met online and these are people that i love and trust yeah. however it is so difficult when establishing an online community to find out who's a real a real person in the sense of they're not using you for something or mm. um they're going to emotionally affect you at some point see i'm very sensitive um, yeah. and there have been cases where i've gotten involved with people thinking oh this person's great you know i've thrown my all at them and i thought oh this is a great friendship and then something's happened and it's cut me dead yeah. and i'm like you know i have flavor in my ear 24 hours mm -hmm. a day saying to me starship <laughs> i told you from the yeah. beginning you were doing too much to, to maintain that that friendship mm -hmm. um so the hardest part about establishing an online community is not letting yourself get carried away of trying to please everyone yeah um you know i mm -hmm. have a life i work nine to five four weeks mm -hmm. um i can't constantly give everything i've got to a community um but of the people course. that the people that are around me now um for the most part are people that i love and trust um and there are people that i don't speak to as much anymore due to life mm. um mm. but you know we always pop in and check on each other and, and that's that's the thing i think you have to remember that it is easy for people to be something they're not on a computer yeah. Um, and as a streamer or as someone that puts themselves in the public eye like that, you do have mm. to be more careful about who you get close to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just, just but mm. you know, like I say, I've met some of my best friends, my my partner. Um, it's it's a scary place. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a bit. I'm in an hour, and if I should say this or not, but I remember <laughs> messaging you. Mm -hmm. saying i'd really like to get you on because mm -hmm. you're part of a community that like you know affen conmac yeah. uh carnage trashella all, all these people seem to sort of circle around each other and it's a bit like you know the universe of twitch um and i said to you on dms i'm more than happy to give you my mobile number mm -hmm. and you were like oh, i don't want to give up my mobile number if that's okay i'm just happy to message you on here yeah and that to me struck me as something that's potentially happened in the past and obviously you don't have to say if that happened or not but sometimes you retract the uh, faith and the trust that you've put in people yeah. from past events absolutely so, and we've stayed in touch obviously ever since yeah. and you've been DMing me back so it's worked out <laughs> when we're here yeah I haven't you yeah. know I think it's I the thing is for me and you know this is not just me you know I'm sure you know, I know many of people have had problems and I know that I'm, I've not had it as bad as other people, but yeah, you know, as a woman on, on yeah. Twitch, um, it has sometimes, um, brought in unwanted attention. Um, and, uh, especially recently, um, you know, coming out saying, you know, I'm dating someone now. Um, it has, 
I wouldn't say it's brought hate to me, but it's brought things mm. out that um, has mm. has not been very nice. Um, and it's it's shown a, peop- a few people's real colours. And I yeah, think yeah. just what I've learned from all of this is I like to keep some stuff private. So like my, yeah, yeah, you know, I, 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 my name's Charlotte. That's, you know, I'm not, I've said that a hundred times before. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, when it comes to online people now, I'm, I'm definitely learning um, mm. that I need to remain not anonymous. You know, I'm not no, I'm I'm a very real it. person, but I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need to stop giving so much to people. And mm. um, I spoke to uh, one of my friends the other day, actually, a, um, a, a streamer friend of mine. And I said to him, I just want to be f- liked by everyone. I just yeah, yeah. want to be friends with everyone. And if that means being kind to everyone, then that's what I'll do. I'll keep giving that extra. Um, and he turned around to me and said, not everyone's going to like you. That's okay. You're, yeah. you're going to hurt yourself, you know, constantly yeah. going that extra mile to people. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So in, yeah, in the last sort of, I'd say the last sort of four weeks, five weeks, I've been, learning to protect myself a little bit more in a sense of okay this is my safe space um i Mm. uh, you know my thing is boundaries i needed to learn how to put up boundaries yeah that's the word yeah because i've I've never had them i've always been like oh you want to talk to me give me a call you know i'll be there for Mm. you and i was having Mm. people ring me on my private number at like 2 a.m you know saying oh i'm you know i'm drunk and i'm upset can I talk to you? And I was like, oh oh, yeah. I need to stop. Like I need to, I was getting sick yeah. because I was giving yeah, to other people. Yeah, you're taking all these bullets Yes, and no one will take a bullet. Like one of my favorite sayings of all time is do not create waterfalls for people that will not even jump over a fucking puddle. Yes. Yep. And perfect. you end up just taking so much shit. Mm-hmm. And when you're an empath, like I'm not, I'm quite dead inside. <laughs> And um, I I kind of just disassociate quite mm-hmm. frequently. If someone like if I genuinely can't help someone, then I don't really know sometimes what me trying to I try to solutionize. It's called the panic monster, I think. <laughs> where I'm just trying to fix everything. It's such yeah. a man thing. I find it's just such a masculine thing of like, well, cut them out and don't talk to them anymore. Trying mm-hmm. to just like solutionize everything. And sometimes people just want you to be heard, and yeah. they they want to just sort of vent at you and stuff um but yeah it's it's tricky isn't it it's it's a whole humans are difficult they are and i I always want to remain approachable um yeah yeah you know i I would never i never want to do anything that i think would upset someone i always want to try and remain neutral i don't want to hurt anyone i don't want to offend anyone i don't want to upset anyone um Mm. and like i say i just want to be liked by people and if 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 i've i've done it a hundred times where i've someone's tone has been slightly off with me or yeah they've they've not done something or they've they've thanked someone for something i've done and they've not thanked mm-hmm. me and then i instantly think oh my god they hate me like yeah they don't like me and you know like i say flavor of, of he's constantly like he just wants to slap me around the face and he's like stop letting the little mm-hmm. things like this affect you you know mm-hmm. i i get too caught up in the moment and i think yeah there's a difference between approachable and caring and um kind of just having no boundaries and no backbone for yourself yeah yeah yeah. you gotta stand up for yourself because sometimes exactly. you're the only person that will yeah oh 100 yeah. fantastic yeah i'm glad that you've uh acknowledged that because we're all learning yeah life wasn't you know given to us with a instruction manual <laughs> no. um yeah 
So yeah, awesome. Right, so we've got about seven minutes left. So I quickly wanted to talk about Sleep Token. Oh, yes. Because my girlfriend, as of four months, I think, in a couple of weeks, introduced me to Sleep Token. And you started playing Sleep Token on your streams. And I was like, my life is blending together quite (laughs) strangely. Because I'm going to my girlfriend's house listening to Sleep Token. And then I'm going home and watching stream and Sleep Token's on. And Mm -hmm. it's like this constant sort of musical sort of background of my life. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, you're going to go see them soon, aren't you? I am, yeah. Me and a couple of my friends uh, are off to see them in Birmingham in January. Nice. I think I'm going to go see them in London, Mm -hmm. which I haven't been to London in like 10 years. And I'm going (laughs) three times in two months. Oh, wow. You're getting the feeling. Yeah. So I'm not a huge fan of the whole hustle and bustle. I quite like to Agreed keep my boundaries i'm proper like in the southwest part of dorset in the uk so yeah. london is a bit of a trek really but i'm, I'm willing I, to give it a go well that's the thing i'm right outside of london and i go yeah, to yeah. london for all concerts uh but my mm. friend uh liam that bought the tickets for us all that we're all going together they all live in the midlands um and <laughs> they were like oh we've got tickets for birmingham and i was like okay i guess i'll make the trip for once <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. It's something different. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, for someone that lives so close to London, I, I'm the same. I'm not into that. Yeah. Russian and I'm going, Russian life. And I'm going to Take Down Festival in Portsmouth next year. I think it's in March or April off the top of my head. Nice. And they're playing that. I think they might be headlining it with Skin Dread, maybe, something like that. They're just they're I don't yeah. know. I just my friend Liam introduced them to me and it was they were one of those bands that like the it sounds so cheesy but the music like spoke to me like yeah. it made me feel things um and mm. it's one of those things where the it, it's beautiful music and people probably listen yeah. to it and be like charlotte what the fuck are you on about it's mm. weird yelling and points but it's not like yeah. it, it was just a band that i instantly clicked with and i adored them and i had tickets to go and see them a few years ago uh, but covid got in the way um so to be able to see them next year is going to be yeah incredible i cannot wait yeah no they are great i'm looking forward to seeing them live because they're quite anonymous aren't they yes yeah love a good mask yep that's it um two more questions and then we'll end it Mm -hmm. would you go full-time on twitch if it was an option for you um yes if i had the I mean, it's something that I've always said is if I had more time, I could do more with Twitch and my content and I could, you know, I'd have more time in a day and my content could be a hundred times better. You know, I'm not perfect. I don't know what I'm doing. I make mistakes. I, you know, I work big weeks. Um, But if there was that ability to go full time, I think I would, I'd give it my best shot a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but I know, again, you know, it's not as simple as just going live on Twitch. There's all the admin yeah. and the editing and stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah I think I'd, I'd give it my best shot. There we go. What's next for Charlotte in the next six months to a year? Do you plan to keep your schedule? Do you plan to mix things up? Um, you know, what, what mm-hmm. do you think you can develop? Or is it much more of the same? Because your streams are fucking cool. And <laughs> Thanks you should keep going i'm hoping so uh as of this recording um i will i have been offered a new job Mm -hmm. um which i haven't announced yet but Mm -hmm. um 
I yeah, I've been offered a new job and this job will allow my hours to be a bit more flexible um and it's kind of more on my terms. So that may allow for some schedule changes which just means a, a few more hours of streaming here and there which I yeah. which I'm excited for. Um and I am looking at uh, a rebranding of my image of the stream so just at the moment we've got like the whole obviously the whole space theme starship mm. troopers and all that um but one mm. of my biggest uh loves in life is low poly horror so i love those ps1 graphics yeah 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 those you know that's that's just something that i really enjoy um, and i've spoke yeah. to my uh, my graphic designer that i'm good friends with theo and i've said to him like i really think i want to rebrand my image uh to this because then if i make that transition into a full-time mm. horror streamer rather than variety um you know that's that's already in place but i think it represents me more yeah um, so i think there's not going to be yeah no big big changes um hopefully people will see more of me uh, and they'll want to see more of me uh, and then just more of making it more of my own because like i said i'm yeah. i'm i'm winging this i didn't know what the hell i was doing when i started yeah, yeah. still don't really know what i'm doing um but i'm slowly finding my comfort zone and my the things yeah. that i like um yeah, so yeah fantastic about it. awesome well from me as a fan of you and a watcher of you and <laughs> i am not a journalist i'm literally a guy with a dream of becoming the poundland equivalent of joe rogan um so thank you for everything that you've done and thank you for your amazing work with your community because i think a lot of people potentially come to you and trauma dump Mm -hmm. yeah. and i imagine that that gets quite heavy after a couple of hours yes. so <laughs> thanks for sticking at it because i've seen some people throw their toys out of the pram and stuff like that in the past with just chatting mm -hmm. um and yeah just keep being you because you. you are the best person at being you <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks i'm trying i'm and, really uh, trying try to stop being so self-deprecating because you absolutely <laughs> do provide value and i have a massive problem with self-deprecation mm -hmm. yeah. um your bio on twitch is the human version of a loading screen uh, yeah a loading um, buffering screen yep that's yeah, me that's one brain so, uh, cell and it, it takes a while to warm up <laughs> <laughs> give yourself some credit all right <laughs> thank you i yeah, will this has been lovely thanks for having and, me uh, i hope you've had a good time and hopefully we'll see you on some more podcasts soon absolutely thank you very much yeah no worries. Take care. Thanks. Have a good evening. And you. Bye-bye. Cheers, guys. Bye.